0: Hello welcome back to the CFL Podcast. My name is Matt. Albert and I are back with another episode of Shootin' the Fit, episode number 15. In today's episode, we talk about how diverse is your coaching. Can you go from somebody brand new to somebody who's been lifting for the last 10 years and still provide value, all that and more. And we hope you guys enjoy today's episode of the podcast. As always, we hope you are doing well. Thank you for listening. Also, don't forget to check us out on YouTube Live on Tuesdays at 11. The subscribe button is down in the show notes. Please click it. Give us a check out. We hope you guys enjoy today's
1: episode.
0: I see the little green dot moving, so that means that I'm talking and it was moving when you were talking, so okay. we should both have microphone access now. So the world of fitness, what do we got going on? Well, last time we talked about, like, can you do um, – uh, or can you make a professional wage, like, as a coach here in the Bay Area? That's Specifically right. the Bay Area because everything else is so – I mean, just so expensive to uh, to live here. But um, I threw that up on the Instagram, so we'll see if anybody actually, like, says yes or no or actually takes a poll. I would say almost nobody does my polls. <laughs> so, But, I mean, that happens. It depends on the question. Yeah, I don't I do it, just- it often, but I'm trying to become more active on – uh Instagram, I feel a lot of times when I'm, like, posting stuff, like, especially in the fitness industry, but then again, we follow a lot of people in the fitness industry, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's all kind of the same stuff sometimes. And so It's just I, regurgitated. It's just regurgitated, and there's a lot of stuff. So, I mean, we try to change it up here and not just talk, like, how the normal route's you know how it is um obviously like a lot of people make like demo videos or like video correction oh you know what we could do i know this is a uh, really grinds your gears but okay. um the uh i want to know what it is though well, it was the weightlifter <laughs> uh uh lady who would comment over the crossfit games people doing the lifts
1: yeah um woo lift
0: woo lift and we're
1: gonna go we're gonna put names out there
0: well she i you know at first i was kind of watching it and i was like oh okay because she's like you know she starts breaking down you know all these guys lifts and this and that and and obviously it's just doing to drive to i would assume just to drive traffic to her site because that's an easy way to do it
1: yeah i mean it's a crossfit's a will a, a more search subject probably on yeah. youtube than weightlifting specifically yeah or weightlifting technique but if like crossfit is the first line in your headline and you know it's like reviewing crossfit games one rep match snacks right. no Eric
0: saying goodbye um but uh yeah
1: it's gonna get more clicks clickbaity
0: clickbaity it, well she did the thing too with like one of the people i think it was like either making the lift or doing a pull on the bar and she like had put like a Photoshop of her kind of doing like the hand in the face like oh my gosh it's terrible
1: her Instagram is full of it
0: and there's lots of people that like to jump on and Start like criticizing their technique and stuff like that uh, with the CrossFit Total. Like we seen that picture of like Brooke Wells because she has the the valgus knees yeah or whatever that just cave in, um, especially when she's at the top of her you know load going for a heavy one rep max. Of course. And there was like a screenshot of it, and then it was used as a uh, thumbnail on YouTube so that way people clicked it. And it was like CrossFitters with terrible technique. Yeah. And I mean we've already touched base on this last time, but. When you're watching people in like where a lot of these fails videos come from are like competitions where Mm -hmm. people are just throwing caution into the wind and like going for that lift when they shouldn't or, you know. Those are uh, the places
1: where you're supposed to be doing those things. Yeah,
0: agreed. And a lot of the times when you see just like the average uh, Joe Smo in the competition fails, I think that's because – the coaches or the the people that are at the gym are maybe uh, putting them in those positions when they're, it's a little too early for you to be at a competition. If That's it's not true. a proper beginner competition. That's true. I mean, a lot of people here, we don't have a huge appetite for competition, uh, particularly at CFL. I mean, we do have that upper people that want to, but not, not a ton of low competition, especially with COVID. Yeah. But um yeah, before that, there'd be a lot of people like, oh, what do you think about me competing? And I'm like, well, once you get, once you could do some of the workouts in here, Rx, once you can move up full range of motion, then think about it, because uh, otherwise you're going to be going at your upper limit. You're going to mm-hmm. be like pushing the limits of, of what you could do. And if you don't have a good foundational base before you do that, you're really looking at being potentially injured.
1: Yeah, there's a huge difference between um, just doing an hour-long class workout, you know, a couple yeah. times a week versus, uh, you know, in a competition, you're doing like five workouts
0: yeah a lot of them even these local competitions will yeah. have like you know three events and then a final and what have yeah. you
1: same for weightlifting you know going for you know close to 90 percent uh you want to you train similarly like leading up to it you hit those like 95 98 percent right 100 percent right um and like depending on how long you're training for like leading up to the meet uh you may do it like twice but um when you're warming up And you're like putting it all out there, like to either go for 101%, making that new PR, um, or being competitive against somebody else, uh, it takes a lot of energy out of you.
0: It does. And you got to be, you knowing that you're going into it, you're going to kind of put yourself at a more potential for risk of injury when you're competing rather than when you're just in the gym training. And hopefully you've done enough training and you have the movements down enough to where. You could go ahead and uh, and compete, and still, when your form starts to break down, when you're up the, at that upper limit, you're still relatively safe. And I think, uh, it's like, circling back around to the Wu weightlifting thing, um, obviously, she's just using that to start to break down lifts of popular people lifting. So then that way, uh, you know, we like we said, it drives attention to her YouTube channel. It kind of shows her expertise as a coach. But I and now hold on I guess there's a big caveat I've
1: never fully watched one of hers I was just about to ask you what do you think of her video well I've
0: watched like part of like one but I don't know generally she starts with a disclaimer and says like hey guys we're just using these athletes because they're really well known and this is a really big competition but please remember that these people have been working out a lot before they did these lifts they're also professional athletes and we're not necessarily judging them just going over fine-tuned technique
1: and then went into it I'm yeah. guessing she did not do that though. Uh, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. So what uh, is being judgmental? being Well, I've never, I've never seen those disclaimers like anywhere on her. Um,
0: Damn, this is what we need a Jamie. You know what we do. <laughs> just bring
1: them up. We'd pull it up. Uh, yeah. So if I mean, if anybody's listening, I think it's
0: like the third episode. Like, I'll just hey. put
1: it's at. I don't, I don't even want to promote it. That's how much I don't <laughs> like it. And like for anybody that, well, you know, I don't know if
0: it's fair to actually say that we don't like it. Okay. Anymore if we had ever. So watched it from what I've seen, I've you watched know, one of them. But. She,
1: she also puts out, um, snippets or like, uh, bites of her, I don't know, maybe doing seminars and critiquing okay. people's lifts. Okay. Um, and you know, every coach has a little different way of lifting, but I also feel like every coach should have like a solid base knowledge, you know, um, in within certain aspects of the lift Yeah. You know, keeping it close, right? right. Um
0: as before going into a bunch of detailed stuff is this, is that what you're kind of getting at? Like you uh, think it's just like too detailed oriented? No, it's just
1: like- bad cueing. Oh, really? Bad cueing, bad ad- advice that I wouldn't give out advice that I don't think is useful. So you, have
0: you seen her on Instagram them? Is that where you're yeah, going with okay. it? Yeah, Instagram and I've so you seen have like some of yeah, I've seen some of, some of, her,
1: yeah, seen so, some okay, of her like okay, YouTube okay. videos all right, too. good.
0: So I take that back. We're not totally um, just being awful. And right anything.
1: now there's a bunch of meme inst- or not Instagram um, meme weightlifting pages. That's a sub thing. That's that's very specific. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> very all not specific niche to my internet. to my Instagram uh, uh, algorithm. Uh, yeah, they're just going after her. Wow,
0: that's interesting.
1: <laughs> but not just her. There's like lots of weird things out there. Um, I Gosh, I have to think of the name of the recovery thing, but a guy that didn't like weightlifting um, and just, just the uh, affiliation that he used that was trying to bash weightlifting oh, on how okay. it's like – bad for the knees oh, um, right
0: one of those okay but yeah who but, clearly you know, doesn't know anything yeah and, you know what's interesting to me is like when people like i don't think and i think you're the same way with this there's no there aren't such things as bad like exercises to do mm-hmm. right but for the most part there's no really like right or wrong it's kind of like well what are you specifically going after that's great and then what exactly do you need to like clean up mechanics yes yeah. right because like there's a lot of these like you see these like uh, Instagram fitness chick, and it's just some girl in really tight, like hardly wearing anything clothing, yeah. and she's doing some like laying down banded exercise.
1: Which is my warm up. <laughs>
0: well, so that's the point that I was trying to make is like, are those people be like, well, what do you think about these exercises? And I'm like, well, they're valuable if you're using it for a specific reason. If that's yeah. your whole entire warm up, then you're really missing the mark. Yeah. Like, you know, and same thing, like I always say, like people are like, oh, well, I do yoga. What do you think of yoga? And I think, I was like, well, it's great. Yoga is awesome. But if yoga is your main way of exercising, Unfortunately, laying in a stretch for a long period of time is not going to do a whole lot for your bone density. Yeah. It's not going to do a whole lot for your uh, muscle strength or yeah. building strength or ligament strength. It's going to do not a whole lot for your aerobic system.
1: Yeah. There's no loading.
0: There's no loading. There's no external load. Um, So is it good for you? Yeah. The breathing portion of it is mm-hmm. really good. Balance. The passive stretching. Right. Yeah. All that stuff is super important. But again, it should be a mix of all of it. And I think that's one of the things that like, well, we provide specifically at this gym, but CrossFit also taps into a ton too because with CrossFit you're like well they didn't invent any new movements and you're like yeah well no duh all they did is take big the compound movements like weightlifting, powerlifting, gymnastics uh, and uh, monostructure which is a fancy word for cardio as we know it and just mixed it all up into one and then the other exercises, like the banded things and stuff, yeah. are valuable for warm ups.
1: Well, I don't think like you need to invent new exercises. No. There's so many different exercises, right? But it all always comes back to you know specificity. What is right. the purpose of the exercise? Why are you? Why did you make that exercise? What was the purpose behind it? Yeah. Um, because also on Instagram, aside from you know bad coaching, um, <laughs> internet coaching, there's also a lot of uh people that make up their own exercises right you know um you see the guys that are doing random hurdle jumps into 360 spins up onto a uh 48 inch plyo box and then doing a backflip off of it and it's like damn that was sick parkour that's probably Um, not gonna
0: be the workout for me yeah i just want to make sure this is still running too so
1: um those are really cool and look great on your Instagram, but what right. the fuck did you just do? Are you going to do, like, three sets of 10 of those?
0: Right. Yeah, no. I mean, there's there's a lot of – at some point, it crosses the line and it gets gimmicky. Yeah. But I also think that sometimes, like, doing, doing stuff that is good for lifestyle changes – is never really that fancy. It's also the monotony of just the same thing over and over again that Mm -hmm. brings us really good result, but Mm -hmm. that's the hardest part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I remember there was a thing with like Kai Green back in the day and he was like, oh, you know, you wanna be a bodybuilder, but it's basically going in, lifting all the weights, eating all the right food. Anybody could do it for one day, Mm -hmm. for one week, but who could do it month after month, year after year, and yeah. consistently? and then everybody falls off a little bit, but how do you fall off and get right back on? Yeah, and I think that's the hard part, and that's why a lot of those gimmicky things sell in the fitness industry is because people think, oh well, I'm kind of bored with this.' I'm, I'm not really getting the result I want. like what else is new out yeah. there,
1: right? Oh my gosh, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree to that more. Like yeah. mastering the mundane is you know one of the things that I tell people when they first start weightlifting. That's it. It's like two lifts really. Yeah. It's to two, lifts. Like, two lifts. Like there's a reason why, you know, the elite level lifters, you know, they still work on technique, but maybe probably not as much as you do. But if you're 23 and you're, you gotta be doing that for 10 years to like still master those yep. like little nuances and like how to make each lift a little bit different or a little bit better. So you're going to be 33 when you, like, feel comfortable with it. Like. Yeah,
0: that's assuming you got the 10 years and that foundation built in right? your belt. I'm trying to see here. I want, What is our time clock? Oh, we're already at 15 minutes. Damn. Um, we do have, and we were talking about this earlier, speaking of, like, specific uh, testing, we do have a couple of um, people from the uh, United States Air Force that are here that are doing a conditioning test or using our facility to do a conditioning test to make their way onto the special operations side of – uh, the Air Force, which I think they're trying to do like a combat controller thing or maybe para rescue. Okay. Also, there's probably somebody who watched this that's in the military that is like, that dude has no idea what he's talking about. And uh, you would be correct. I have no idea what I'm talking about. It's okay. <laughs> but the guys are here, so they may jump in. They're using our, uh, they're just at their mile and a half run. I think they're using the pull-up bar and get ready to do some workouts now but uh anyhow in case i in case that that comes through everybody's welcome here every yeah well that's one of the <laughs> things too is like um, a lot of times gym owners get we were talking about like coaches making a livable wage or, like mm-hmm. me expanding upon up business and earlier you were asking like oh can we talk about uh you know with the air force being here is that not and um yeah, that's one of the things like as a gym owner, as a coach, you always have to try to expand and take your knowledge set to some place that will find a lot of value in it that yeah. currently isn't doing it. So talking yeah. about taking the same things or the mundane and then refreshing that to sell it into a, a package that will train. Whether it's you know um, our United States Air Force people to be yeah. that much stronger, or whether it's uh, I work with the fire departments uh, locally here, or whether it's just employees Your up there, or my parents, right? Yeah. yeah, our parents and our parents, yeah. So we're um, you know we like to cover all of our uh, bases here and um, and deliver on results based on those goals. So, like, exactly. in the same room, we have some people training to be at the most, you know, elite, elite unit in our military, yeah. uh, working out next to uh, my mom earlier, right? So that's kind of the cool part about Ooh, it and what like we capture mix. here. And as a coach, you should definitely be able to have the experience to add value to both sets, mm-hmm. which is important because, um, you know, when you first start coaching, you might be able to take somebody who's brand new and really show them and and, and make stuff. But how do you make that athlete better that's been doing it for you know, five, yeah. six years or is already at an upper fitness yeah. level.
1: It's, it's, it's going to be easier to take somebody with no experience yeah, you know, versus somebody that's, you know, probably had some experience and make them better.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It's a, uh, It's a hell of a game,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and to do it, yeah, and to just do it across the board from a ton of different people takes takes a lot of uh, a lot of know how and um, and being able to plug that in. I mean, we should probably come up with like hot news topics too. Uh, One that I do know of that is a little unfortunate is CrossFit San Francisco or San Francisco CrossFit is closing its doors on November fifteenth, which is going to be next week permanently. And that's a huge hit for the CrossFit community because that gym has been a staple. And for some of you guys that don't know, it's um, Julie and Kelly Starrett. If some of you guys know Kelly Starrett from a lot of the stuff that he's done in the past, um, it's Julie and Kelly Starrett's gym that originally started in a parking lot. Like, okay. it was just in a parking lot with a storage container. Damn, before COVID? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it, in, um, no, I mean, it was, uh, it was was it's a staple gym. It's been around for forever, yeah. um, and it's just unfortunate that they weren't able to survive it. What's yeah. up? Do the guys need anything? No, I just need my gun. Oh, do you want to say hi to the people on the podcast live? Um,
1: it's a gun for everybody that's listening. Yeah.
0: Um, S- you go. have to get in front of the oh. camera. You're not really. She's in front right. of the camera? Uh,
1: yeah. So, those that don't know, this is Grace. Ooh.
0: They know Grace. She's been on the podcast before. Okay. Um, Thank you. Are the guys still out there? The guys are out there. We're recording. Okay.
1: And Kelly Starette is the author of "Becoming Subtle Leopard."
0: Yeah, "Becoming a Subtle Leopard," "Ready to Run," uh, and "Deskbound" is the three books that he wrote. And um, those have I've gotten a ton of value out of those books in the past. Uh, So any coach out there that's looking to like we were just talking about, add value on both ends of the spectrum. Brand new beginner and somebody who's been doing it for a while. Strongly, strongly recommend uh, Kelly Starrett's work. Um, and maybe that's something we could get into in future podcasts, like mm-hmm. different uh, materials or educational things that we've done to better our coaching or kind of our go-to people, like yeah. who you look to for mobility stuff. I know yeah. Squat University is a big one um, that we like. But, yeah, we'll go into a little bit of that next time. Um, totally lost my train of thought on that. Oh, Kelly Starrett. Yeah, gym closed down permanently. It's done because of COVID. And ironically- Do you know of
1: any other gyms other than our- I, I mean, don't. mean, that, that's a big gym. I've never been there myself, but it has always been- Kelly Stredd is a very popular- Yeah, he's huge. Popular the, guy in our yeah, industry.
0: Huge in the CrossFit community. No, it's, I mean, I know that that gym started as a, uh, like literally in a parking lot, which is a storage container that yeah. they kept all their stuff in, and they would just bring it out and, and go at it. Um, I remember the
1: first time I saw a YouTube video on muscle flossing. Oh, with him, yeah, with the voodoo floss. Yeah, I was still in school, and like, um, I was I was taking some maybe injury prevention prevention kind of class. Yeah, um, but I went up to my professor and I was like, "Hey, look at this video. This guy's just taking like this rubber and wrapping around his arm and putting it through range of motion, and then he says it feels way better." <laughs> You
0: know, it's funny because he wrote a book called Iced. Uh, He was a co-author on a book called Iced where they basically debunked um, icing things for Mm -hmm. recovery. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ice after... Right after injury occurs, ice is good to hold swelling. But after that, they say it's compression that's more important than ice. So if you guys are treating an injury or something, and that's where the voodoo floss came in big because you could do compression through the muscle, which basically is like wrapping it in a foam roller and Mm -hmm. then taking it through range of motion. Uh, Some of the first weightlifting coaches that Kelly Surrett cited that did that Used to do it with old uh, inner tubes from bicycles. Yeah,
1: I remember that too. Yeah, he's like, yeah, if you don't have one of these, like if you don't, if you can't order it from Rogue Fitness, like when it was still in like tire. beta testing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it.
0: Then they got strips of rubber, and uh, now you could now you could basically buy yeah. those anywhere. Cut a bike tire in half. Uh, or you know, it's funny that that never really caught on as much. I mean, I guess it did sometimes, and some of the athletes still do it, but you don't really see it as mainstream as it used to be a couple years ago. The voodoo flossing.
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty big a couple years big. ago. Same I, with those
0: Normatec boots everybody what, wanted.
1: Ooh, I, I liked those. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I used those was at Cal Strength and Oh really? I've never yeah. used them. It's like putting um uh like pillowcases made out of nylon over your over your legs and it just like squeezes them yeah and in like compartments like pillowy compartments oh that's interesting but uh it just yeah. and it and it looks cool when you're like recovering and you got like these big moon boots on <laughs> and then there's like a pump in the background that's like that seems like a professional <laughs> a
0: professional deal um, but yeah, so uh, unfortunate there that that gym is uh, closing down, yeah. and uh, we'll be on the fifteenth. That's gonna that's a big loss to Bay Area CrossFit community, There's a lot of history in that gym. Um, but I guess we'll basically land the plane now. I don't really know. We didn't, I mean, we'll have better topics uh, next week, but I think we're also just trying to work these technical difficulties out. Cause last time our podcast dropped off halfway through and then it actually didn't record on garage bands. So and then we didn't have a normal podcast, uh, or I guess I should say audio only podcast. Yeah. Um, but now we do. So now we'll at least have an episode for next week. Um, and we're going to keep the roll the, uh, the reps going here.
1: I'm still taking creatine.
0: I'm still taking creatine. Uh, um, it's
1: helped. I, I think so. Uh, my lifts have, you know, been pretty good. I've been feeling pretty good about my lifts. What about you? I've been getting
0: definitely uh, stronger, but I've also, like I said last time, I've also just been more consistent Yeah. with like putting in the work and getting in my squats and everything else. So, you know, it all plays a role, but I think that's what that does. It's like you get something that gets you excited and then uh, you work out more and you're more into your workouts. Yeah. The
1: past couple of days I've been eating a lot of candy. Oh boy. Um, a lot of chocolate, peanut butter cups but oh those are my uh, favorite Reese's. yeah me too so
0: I guess we'll go through you want to do uh, whoops last word on here uh, in the, or the shout out
1: We'll um, I'll do the right. shout out first and then I'll do the last word. All right. I so have to shout out. This is I um, have to think of a last word last
0: week's episode. Uh, this is the most listened to uh, our number one is, is always live more because we have the local and then the number two we've already done last time, which is Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out. And then number three, I think is new.
1: No, I think we hit number three. Before. Did we? Yeah.
0: What about the fourth most listened then?
1: Let's go with the fifth.
0: Okay. <laughs> Just because you you wanted to say that yeah okay go for
1: it it's Waterlooville, England
0: England our Waterlooville across the pond
1: that's a that's a pretty interesting name Waterlooville Waterlooville, Waterloo-ville. all right well shout out Waterlooville also too oh, our technology
0: my... here is advancing which is exciting because we need to get uh, guests that would tune in with us
1: yeah they, like, drop in because we have video now
0: oh man it'd be awesome we got to figure out this thing I don't know that's gonna go away, my let us know if ability. you like the video do you like the video do <laughs> you guys uh, like do you the like video? my face. If you guys are listening to YouTube uh, now or uh, later, drop a comment, hit the like button, subscribe. If you are enjoying it, we're going to be coming with some awesome topics. And I'm going to slowly get us to switch it to like news stuff. So like when it starts, it'll be like, dah, da 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 oh. And then we'll have like a little list of <laughs> topics. <laughs> yeah. And we'll like we'll just roll down and uh, go over all the major stuff. Um, yesterday was CrossFit's town hall meeting. So I'll be going over that. Okay. We'll get some stuff together there. I'll get some notes on it. You know, I could uh, give our perspective on that. Um, I also have a uh, meeting with the Northern California Advisory Board for mm-hmm. the affiliates. So, you know, any information that I could share that comes out of that, we'll bring that to the table next week. And uh, anything that you guys want to hear out in the ether, let us know. If you're watching on YouTube, hopefully you can hear both of us. What up? What up, what up? Well, not if Albert whispers. What anyway. up? <laughs> All right. So hopefully you guys can hear us. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Uh, give us a like, subscribe if you're watching. Um, thank you very much. Do you have a last word or... I putting you on the spot now.
1: No, it's all good. Um,
0: Shout out Waterloo, England one more time.
1: Waterlooville.
0: Waterlooville, my bad. Waterlooville, Waterlooville
1: England. Uh, go on a 10-minute walk today. Yeah, 10 Listen minute to walk. this, go on a 10-minute walk.
0: And, uh... Try to spread more positivity. That's usually our message here. Uh, thank you for spending some time with us uh, for the two that are watching on <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. We appreciate everybody that's listening to this uh, later. Wherever you all in the world, thank you very much. We hope you guys are doing well. You're healthy, staying positive, having a great day.
1: Pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice lattes aren't that bad.
0: Pumpkin spice lattes aren't that bad. Alright guys, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.